Well, my name is Murdutch Pakalu. I'm 25 years old now, and I can say through growing up, I've had many passions. And one thing I can say, when I put my mind to something and when I'm passionate about something, I go after it. You know, I wanted to play football, mm -hmm. you know, at, at a younger age. You know, from playing football and then not playing, not being able to go to the NFL, I was kind of lost in the state of where I didn't know what to do with my life. And I knew I didn't want to work a nine to five. I knew college was not for me. So I really had to get into a place where I prayed about it. And I'm like, Lord God, like, I really need to get into a place where I want to thrive. I don't just want to survive. I, once I heard about stock market, I was sold. I'm like, listen, I want to live that life they were living. I want the yacht. I want the Lamborghini. I want the mansion. You understand? I want to be able to be free. I, wanna... I was really seeking. And I, once I found my mentor, you know, he turned 12000 into $1.8 in three years. And I didn't want to work for money. I wanted to make money work for me. I wanted to get to that point in life. I never really got to sit down with him and really get the knowledge that I needed. You understand what I'm saying? So I kept putting myself in my mentor's shoes. And I couldn't keep doing that. All I had to do was take, take his mistakes and learn from it. And then go, doing, go do my mistakes and learn from them. And when I took my mistakes and learned from it, I knew not to make those mistakes and that's what made me capitalize and now helped me be able to teach others. Mm -hmm. Because I realized my mistakes and I realized a lot of others makes them, they make these same mistakes. I realized other people was seeking this type of information. So I wanted to be able to give people a chance to get this information and be able to learn from me, from my mistakes so that they don't have to make my mistakes, you understand? Mm -hmm. So what I do now is I teach people the basics of getting into the stock market, everything they need to know in the beginning. A lot of things what people, a lot of times what people do now is they want to get into the stock market, but what they'll do is they'll go watch YouTube videos, but they have no type of knowledge. They don't even know how to get the account to even start the brokerage, to start trading. And that's, that's an error. So you want to start from point A, not, not point A, not point D. So what I do is I help people start from point A going forward. So Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash ed talks and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks original audio shows news comedy and more from the leading audiobook publishers broadcasters and entertainers so download a free trial today and start listening it's that easy just go to audibletrial.com forward slash ed talks How's it going, powerful people? My name is Edouard Gilles, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Unlimited Power Show. This show is the show where we shine light on your unlimited potential to achieve greatness by bringing people who are utilizing their potential to progress in their lives. Without any further ado, I would like to introduce to you Murdutch Harkalo. Murdutch, how you going? How you doing today, brother? I'm well, brother. How are you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored. Okay, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> I'm blessed and highly favored as well. <laughs> well. See, one thing I say on this show is that, like, 
I don't introduce people, right? Okay. And, and we get right to it. Okay. So why don't you give us a quick introduction about yourself and what you're passionate about? Well, my name is Murdutch Pakalu, and I'm just passionate about Christ, so to say. You know what I'm saying? Just my life has been a journey. You understand? I say I tell I, I tell people all the time, my life you can literally, I, I'm ready. It's like I'm ready to my life is a story, just being written. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not the best writer, so I haven't started my book yet. Mm -hmm. But, you know, my life is just a book in itself of everything I've been through in life. I've had many passions along the road through growing up. I'm 25 years old now, and I can say through growing up, I've had many passions. And one thing I can say, when I put my mind to something and when I'm passionate about something, I go after it. Mm -hmm. You know, and I believe through having the passions that I've had in my life, it's been through it's been through seasons of growing. You understand, realizing how God wanted me one place where I thought I wanted to be, wanted to do something, you know, I wanted to play football, mm -hmm. you know, at, at a younger age. But I realized that, you know, through growing up, I realized, wait, football wasn't just for me, but I was good at it. So it made sense for this to be my passion and for this to be something I do growing up, you mm -hmm. understand? But that's not where I am right now, you know? And I believe everything happens for a reason. You know, there's a lot I learned through going playing football. And I believe that's one thing that's important, the, the, the process through what you're doing in life. You know, you can, never, you can never forget that because what it does is it builds your character. And that's what it did for me. Mm -hmm. You know, so, man, just and through all of that, brother, I can say my passion is Christ, brother. That's, you know, that's the best passion, you know? Like yeah. One of the major verses that I look towards or like I really love in the Bible is that okay. where do you set your house? Okay. Is it on the sand or is it on yeah. the rock? Is it on some and foundation? It, yeah. Is it, what's the foundation? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people say, oh, what are you, what are you passionate about? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I'm passionate about speaking or for me, I'm passionate about this show. Yeah. But the fact that you say you're passionate about Christ means that there's a lot ahead for you. Yes, thank you. Thank now, you know, you said football was initially your passion. Yes. You learned a lot of things from football. I learned a lot from football. Me as, me as well. I played okay. a lot of sports, about seven of them. Okay, So awesome, I learned a awesome. lot from sports, and I've been able to take those okay. and apply them to something else. Okay. So currently, what are you applying, which you've acquired, the skill sets, the mentality, the work ethic, what are mm. you applying that towards now in your current endeavors? Good question. Um, I can say determination, um, applying that discipline, Mm -hmm. Applied this because I had to be very disciplined when I was playing football. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to wake up early in the morning. You know, I had to discipline myself to go and work out. You know what I'm saying? Nobody had to tell me go and work out. I disciplined myself to the point because I wanted to be the greatest running back ever. So what I did was I disciplined myself to say, you know what, I got to get up and I got to go work out. Mm -hmm. I got it. When I was younger, they used to come, man, you, you know, you swole. You know, I was in sixth grade already swole. You know, they was like, man, what do you want? You were born swole? <laughs> or you came out the wound swole, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not the case, but I had a drive. I had a passion. So people couldn't understand that. You understand what I'm saying? So what people don't understand, they criticize, they make fun of. But only you truly understand what it is. So, you know, what I've, what I've carried from now, from then, is that dedication and that discipline and consistency. You know, because when I remember when I'll go wake up at four in the morning and I'll go for a three-mile walk, I mean run, I'm sorry, I would always get to the point when I'm running where I feel as if, man, man I got to stop. But then I say, man, if I stop here, this is like me giving up. Mm -hmm. So I got to keep going. Mm -hmm. My shins are hurting and everything, and I'm like, I can't stop. I got to keep going. Mm -hmm. Because when I'm on the field, I would remember this. And if I stop, I'm going to remember I stop, and that's going to give me an excuse to stop when I'm on the field. So let me keep going here so that when I'm on the field, I keep going as well. Mm -hmm. So from now in my life, you know, I carry that. 
I carry that when I feel as if I want to get up, give up. When I feel like I'm discouraged, I carry that and I keep going. Mm. You know, That's so I, I, I praise God for that because God giving me that, I thought it was for me to go to the NFL, but it was for me to work on my character, on my discipline, my consistency, and my dedication. You know, that's, that's beautiful. There's a, Jim Rohn says that everything affects everything else. Wow. Wow. And that mentality, I've taken it to a whole level. Like, there are some mental things that I do to myself. I don't necessarily tell the world, but I okay. do it every day. Wow. I take small disciplines okay. and see how it affects everything else. Wow, that's good. And it literally, it's a conscious thing. For mm-hmm. instance, I'm thinking, well, should I eat this? I'm like, mm. well, that mentality I'm getting mm-hmm. from it is, mm-hmm. is that it's okay. Okay. So I, I think of the mentality of the different things that I'm doing, you know, mm-hmm. like, well, if I do this, what result would that, yeah. how would that then affect yeah. something else? Mm-hmm. So you say, as a kid, young man in middle school and high school, yeah. you're thinking, I'm going to be an NFL superstar. Yes. That you have to have, like, open possibilities to yeah. believe that, you know? Yeah. I believe that I was going to be the next mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. But you see, with me, it was, <laughs> everybody was telling me that. I was in eighth grade and I was on varsity. When, once I was done with um, Little League football, you know, the varsity coach told me, hey, listen, I want you to come to the practices so you can see what's going on. You know, it was around springtime. You know, he told me to come to the practice because that's when they had their spring football games. He told me to come to the practice. I started practicing with them. It's because, you know, word got out that, you know, I was really good. Mm-hmm. One three-year MVP. Mm-hmm. You know, just my name is Murdoch Victor Pakalu. Mm-hmm. So MVP. Mm-hmm. You know, it's no coincidence. You I was, was MVP. Born, you was born you for know, greatness. I was, and, and that's what made me feel as of so much that where I was going was the right path. Like I said, okay, NFL, that's what it is. That's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So they say NFL stands not for long. Right? <laughs> they say, you're not going to be there for long. So yeah. how did you come from wanting to be in the National uh, Football League to wanting to be in the National Financial League? Man, listen. So I've always been interested in the finance, mm-hmm. you know, from being young, from in middle school as well. I was playing football. I remember my brother used to work at a corner store. So what I'll do is I'll go, to the st- I'll go to the corner store, get a whole bunch of chocolates, get a whole bunch of candy, and, go- and sell them out of a shoebox to kids in the school. I used to you know do what the I'm same saying? Thing. Chips and so, candy. You know, I've I've always was business minded or was thinking about my finances, but you know, just football was the chief aim at the time. But you know, from playing football and then not playing, not being able to go to the NFL, I was kind of lost in the state of where I didn't know what to do with my life. And I knew I didn't want to work a nine to five. I knew college was not for me. So I really had to get into a place where I prayed about it and I'm like, little guy like I really need to get into a place where I want to thrive. I don't just want to survive. Mm-hmm. I want my life to be, I want to be the best I can be. I want to be able to give my kids more than what I had. I want to be able to, you know, have a family and, you know, not just be working a nine to five. I actually want to get to know my kids. I actually want to get to know my wife. You know, I don't just want to work, pay bills and die. Right. You understand? So I really prayed that to God and I said, you know, I thought about what I wanted to do because I had a couple of I had a couple of businesses on when I graduated high school. I had a clothing line, and that really didn't do too good because I really didn't have the knowledge of how to run a business. So I really told God, "Let I just put me in front of the right person at the right time in the right place, God, because to learn about the stock market, you know." And God put me, you know, I, I prayed about it for a year, and I finally met my mentor, mm. you know, who actually helped me and guided me. You see, 
before you go into that, you said you prayed, I prayed and about then it. you met. And then you I was met. ready yeah. when the teacher came. Yeah. There's a quote that says, when the student is ready, the teacher will come. That's good. That's good. Yes, I has. When the student is hungry, yeah. the teacher feeds yeah. him the knowledge and wisdom. So yeah. tell us more about mentorship. How did yes. you get into that? How did that help you? So I, you know, I was just seeking. I was really seeking. And I, once I found my mentor, you know, he turned 12000 into $1.8 in three years. And once I heard uh, that... Uh, his mentor turned $12,000... <laughs> Into one point eight yes. million. Yes, yes, yes. Twelve thousand. Twelve thousand. So twelve thousand is how much you get paid if you're mopping at McDonald's. Wow. And for a year. Wow. Go wow. Ahead. Now imagine if they take that and learn about a new crap about a stock mm -hmm. market or something and then put it into that and make it work for themselves. See, that's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to work for money. I wanted to make money work for me. I wanted to get to that point in life mm -hmm. and. You know, my mentor, now, now mind you, he's already a millionaire, so he's so busy. You know, he has over 2,000 students. So I never really got to sit down with him and really get the knowledge that I needed. You understand what I'm saying? So I, I had the information on who I needed to speak to, who I needed to sit under, but I didn't have the knowledge to be consistent on being profitable in the stock market. Right. So I went through a lot of trial and error while being under my mentor. You know, and I, sometimes, I, I believe sometimes people feel as if, Man, if I, I got a mentor, so he should teach me everything in the world. Your mentor can only give you what he got, mm. you know, what he has. And it's also, even if he's giving you what he has, it's at a limit. Because he, you're not the only student. He has many other students. So it's always, you have to be in a place where you can become self-sufficient. And that's what I needed. I, need to be, I needed to be self-sufficient. That's why I'm here now. Because I realized, you know what, he's not going to hold my hand. He's going to teach me the, what he went through the things that, how, how he lost, how he won, and then I have to take that and I have to put it in my mind. I have to apply it, and after I apply it, see where I fail, see where I do good, and capitalize on each one. Mm. So that's what I did. You know, I went through that. I got my mentor. I started going through a lot of trial and error for two years, you know. So it, it's just been a tough, it's been a, it's been a tough one. Mm. It was tough for me. There's something that you said. Your mentor doesn't teach you everything, right? Yeah. So I would say your mentor opens up the gates of your mind. Yes. And it's up to the student to yes. seek out more things to enter into yes. their, their gates of their mind and yes. understand. So how did you go about learning? Like for instance, I have a couple books here. Okay. You know, I love, I'm an avid book reader. Okay. So did you find books useful in your learning or what, did you, what resources and tools did you utilize to learn more mm -hmm. about the start market? One thing I've heard is, you know, I really didn't look for books. I was really more watching his YouTube videos. You see, a lot of people sometimes, you know, they go into the, you know, I, it was easy for me to just go on YouTube and right. watch the videos, but I didn't. I waited for him to tell me. So he had a, a lot of videos, like he basically teaching on different things about the stock market. So what I would do, I would lock myself in a room, sit there for like five hours, and just fill my head with knowledge about what is the stock market, about different things about the stock market. So mind you, that's what took me over two years because I was everywhere. So I watched the market for a whole year and not even making a trade, not making no money, and being a part of a community full of traders and watching them make money and I'm not making any money. Mm -hmm. So I'm just watching and sitting there and I'm thinking my, to myself, you know what, man, this is discouraging because all these people are making money and I'm just sitting here watching them and I'm just trying to put, tell myself, okay, well, if I can just watch, I can learn as well because I don't have no money to put into the stock market. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm watching. And through watching, I'm telling you, it was good because I started to put things in perspective. God was telling me, because I was like, maybe this is not for me. 
And God told me, what you have to do right now is don't put yourself in their shoes because that's not your life. What you have to do is right now, put what you have into perspective. Look at it as the best thing as you can do now. So what I would do is I would tell myself, okay, I would, uh, you know, put it, put it in perspective. Okay, this is me getting into this trade right now, and this is me getting out of the trade right now. I'll put that in my mind and say, okay, I would have made this much. So I would start writing these things down, putting them on my wall, putting them on my computer, and, and, and just darting down the charts, drawing the charts, and different, different things like that. Mm. That's what helped me in the beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, you sir. Know that, right? Yeah, I know that. That's Wolf of Wall Street. You said that was one of your inspirations. Um, one of them. Mm-hmm. It was a crazy movie. That was one of my inspirations. Also, the movie Wall Street. You know, it goes into a little bit of more depth. You know, both of those movies were made off fraud, though. So I really didn't learn too much yeah, from those yeah. movies. It, it just, it, you know, it made it seem but, so amazing. But it cool. made it seem like this is the life you need to be living yeah, yeah. if you want to live the real American dream. Mm. So I was, I was sold off that. You know, when yeah. I once I heard about stock market, I was sold. I'm like, listen, I want to live that life they were living. I want the yacht. I want the Lamborghini. I want the mansion. You understand? I want to be able to. Be free. I want to say, wake up one morning and say, hey, I'm out to Bali. Mm-hmm. I'm out to Africa. I'm out to, you know what I'm saying? Just, that's the life I want to, I was telling myself, I want to live. You understand? <laughs> They're white. I'm black. I'm watching. I'm like, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did it, but yeah. I'm from the hood. You know? I so, can't do that. I don't got 12,000. I don't even got 2,000. You know? And that was my thing. I didn't have that 12000 that my mentor had. So I kept putting myself in my mentor's shoes. And I couldn't keep doing that. All I had to do was take, take his mistakes and learn from it. And then go, doing, go do my mistakes and learn from them. Mm-hmm. And when I took my mistakes and learned from it, I knew not to make those mistakes. And that's what made me capitalize and now help me be able to teach others mm-hmm. because I realized my mistakes and I realized a lot of others makes them make these same mistakes. So it helped me be able to help them not make it. Mm. So what are the top three mistakes people make when they start investing into the stock market? And before we get into that, what is the stock market? What mm-hmm. is investing? The stock market. So a lot of people look at Apple and they ask themselves, man, these people must be multi-millionaires, how are they able to get, sit there, make money from them, Mm -hmm. different things. Well, Apple is not a private company, they're a public company. And when a company becomes public, you're able to buy shares of that company. So you buy shares of the company and whatever, how much the company may cost, company may be $200, you can buy five five shares, 20 shares of the company and sit there and watch it grow. what What is a share though? A share of the company, so it's basically like a piece of the company that you mm. buy at, at a certain price, at a certain value. Mm-hmm. And then you'll just buy that certain price and watch, the, watch your capital basically grow over time. So investing is like watching paint dry. Mm-hmm. So sitting there over time, looking, you know, if I was painting right now and I had to sit there and wait, I would have to wait for that paint to dry up. So if I put $100 into Apple or $1,000 into Google right now, I would have to wait till next year this time to see a good return on on Google. So you're saying sharing is not just caring, it's profitable. It's profitable. <laughs> so how do you make how do you make money off of shares in the stock market? So basically if well whether if you're going long or if you're going short. Now, a lot of people don't know that you can make money when the stock market goes down. 
and you can make money when the stock market goes up. So when you make money when the stock market goes up, that's called going long. So basically, you want the stock to actually stay above the price where you bought it. So if I bought Apple at $2, the ax price from the Apple is asking me for $2. So I would buy it at $2, and as long as Apple stays above $2, I'm in profit. Right. Now, let's say if I if I short sell Apple, same thing like getting buying it, mm -hmm. but I want it to go down. I'm basically on the downtrend of Apple. I want Apple to go down. So I'll say I'll buy Apple, and then I'll... My 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 thing is that if I buy Apple, I sell a short sell Apple at two dollars. I need Apple to stay under two dollars for me to be in profit. So that's basically the opposite of going long. Mm. You know, so it's sh called short selling. Short selling. Mm -hmm. hmm. Okay, so my friend has a book business. And okay. He has ten books he wants to sell. He mm -hmm. sells each books at a hundred dollars. So mm -hmm. how much is that? Ten times a hundred. Ten times a hundred. That's like that <laughs> he one, would have that, like that, that's a thousand dollars, right? So it's worth a thousand dollars, and he's like, "Well, if you invest two dollars into my business, no, it's not. if you invest a hundred dollars into my business, mm -hmm. and I make a thousand dollars, I give you a piece of it. So I mean, I'll give you a piece of the profits. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of like what it is. It's, it's yeah, putting so it's money in so that you could have so you more money have to more use, money so later. that you can make more money. Yeah. So you can make you more a, money as yes. a business, right? Mm -hmm. So, but what, that's just investing. Yeah, that's that's investing in general, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not really how this, the stock market works in general. I'm just that's trying to. That's not the only way. You understand? That's not the only way. Yes. It's a lot more complicated. Yes. But you know, we're guessing that a lot of people watching mm -hmm. don't even know what the stock market is. And it's funny, a lot of people. That's like those people that you've seen on the Wolf of Wall Street in the movie. Wall Street, a lot of those people don't even know how to work the stock market because there's. Remember, you have you have people who are brokers, mm -hmm. which they're sellers. Where you know they trade for people. Those are. You know, bro, trading brokers where you, know, you have sometimes you have those who actually work in sales. The people who work in the sales, that's the people we saw on the Wolf of Wall Street. They were selling those pe the people. They were calling them, selling them, hey, telling them, hey, listen, buy into this stock, and it'll go up. You know, pumping it up basically. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So they were sh they were basically selling those people. They don't know how to trade themselves. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to work the stock market. So so let's get into that part. Mm -hmm. When I read the book, The Intelligent Investor, and mm -hmm. actually some of the other books I've read. Okay. They said that don't take advice from a broker who doesn't invest himself. Yes. Um, reason for that is it's simple. You mm -hmm. don't go to the doctor with a fat belly and ask him, how do you get in shape? <laughs> That's not yeah. reputable advice. Definitely. So you've done it yourself, correct? Yes. Are you obsessed with, with this? Yes. How obsessed? I'm, the, I'm a degenerate trader. What does that mean? That means I cannot stay away from the market. Mm. I cannot, it's on my phone, it's on my computer, it's on my TV, uh, it's on me, it's, it's with me when I'm on the toilets, and it's playing when I'm in the shower. Okay. So when I read Warren Buffett's book, <laughs> you know, The Making of the yes. Mogul, yes. he said that I invest for the art of investing. Mm. Do you invest for the money or the art? Hmm, that's a good question. Well, we're all doing it for the money, but... When Warren Buffett says that, I, I actually can agree with that, and I can feel where he's coming from with that. You see, yeah. some people would just say the art, you know, the, the, whole, the whole technical analysis of the stock market. Yeah. But when he says that, I can understand that he's coming from a place of just the longevity. Mm. Warren Buffett's about longevity. If you ever hear him talk, he's about just not just staying in one, just, just one place. He's about going further out and out and out because... The man's a billionaire, one of the richest men in the world. 
He's invested so much money into the stock market, and he's understand that it's made him money over time. But the thing is with me, I'm not doing what Warren Buffett did. Because Warren Buff Buffett's an investor. I'm a day trader. Mm. So there's a difference between me and Warren Buffett. Mm. So go into that. What is the difference between being a day trader and being an investor? So like I said, with an investor, you're sitting there watching your money grow. A day trader, I need, I'm going to put 1000 into the market right now, and I'm going to make 1000 today. Mm. So you're short selling. No. So what I'm doing is I'm basically, with day trading, it comes faster. Because what happens is you're buying, the way you're buying it, you're buying it in a way of you're not letting it sit there. Mm -hmm. So you're buying the stocks with basically with good volatility. Right. So what I day trade is penny stocks. What is volatility? Volatility is basically the volume of a stock where a lot of people are basically trading in that stock. So I trade stocks with at least a million volume. I won't trade a stock with 100, 100K volume because it's not too liquid. It's not as much movement going on over there. I need to be in the stock with a lot of movement, with a lot of volume, so that I can get in and get out mm -hmm. as quick as possible. So the more is in the cup, the more it overflows. Basically. So mm -hmm. I want to be where everybody else is trading, basically. So if I have 2 million people here trading, guess what? I can get in, get what I got to get and get out and be good. So I don't care what the stock does anymore. When you're an investor, you're getting into a stock because you believe in the company. You believe what the company is going to do in the next 10, 5, 20 years. But a day trader, I just care about what the company is doing at the moment because if I see the company has good potential at the moment, so me, I'm watching the stock from the night before. So tonight I'm going to make a watch list, watch list of stocks that I'm going to look for tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. And then tomorrow morning, if those stocks are not doing what I want them to do, that's fine. I look for a new batch in the morning. And when I get those stocks, the market opens up at 9.30 a.m. I'm looking at which one has the greatest potential. I get in it, and then I, I get in it for at least... Two to f two to two minutes, and I'm out of it. Mm. That's called scalping. Mm. Scalping. Scalping. Is it like scalping? <laughs> no, not necessarily. Okay. It's basically getting in real quick. It's basically getting in real quick and getting out real quick. Mm. It's not playing because even day trading could take at least a day. You know, I do more day trading now than I did before. I did a lot of scalping in the in, in the beginning. So with day trading, mm -hmm. you're trying to make returns of your money based on the, on the volatility of the market yes. quickly, yes. by day by yes. day. So do you have a short-term or a long-term focus? Uh, so day trading is basically short-term. Mm -hmm. You know, and with the short-term, of it, it can be short-term, it can be long-term. It's all about how you're playing it, how you're looking at it, you know what I'm saying, and how you're trading the market. Like I told you, I do penny stocks. Penny stocks, I trade penny stocks and I do options. Options is where I'm looking at for now, long term. Day trading is where I'm looking at for now, short term. Mm. You know. So, so with that being said, are you? Well, how are you diversifying your portfolio? Do you have any companies that you just invested and you say, you know what? I'm just gonna let these. I, I trust in these companies. These are my rock solid five. So it's good when you're trading. You you know, like with these penny stocks. They're most. What are penny stocks? Penny stocks are basically a company that's at a penny or $5. That's a penny stock. So these companies come up on the scene, and what they do is say, you know what, we just signed, say me and you come up with a company, and we say, yeah, we just signed with Apple. We came up with this thing where Apple now is gonna have drones, they're gonna, business, they're gonna, they're gonna partner up with Amazon to have drones come to your house and deliver iPads or whatever. Isn't that risky? 
um, what they call it is a pump and dump. So now you're trading the news. So that's news coming out. And a lot of times it'll, that will pump the stock up to go up a couple $2. Now, mind you, if I can get 10 cents of that, if I put a thousand dollars, a thousand shares into that and I get out and I make 10 cents on that, that's a hundred dollars. Easy. Because of that, just because of that news right there. So you see where I'm going with I it? It's going. that easy. You could just get in off of that pump and then get out, and you made your money. Mm. So that's what I mean when you you could put a thousand in right there, and then you you get out and you have a thousand right there. So that's what it calls using the news for your monetary advantage, yes, basically, rather than feeding basically, into the yes, fake news. Yes, but it is fake news because make nine fake, times out of ten, this is how you make fake news yeah. make you money. Yeah, that's she's gonna tell you right now. How do you make fake news make you money? Well, when you're creating a pump and dump. And you're basically saying, you know what, this stock is going to go to $10. It's at $5 right now because we just signed with Amazon and we're about to have great products come out. And you can basically make profit off of that by writing the meter to move of that stock for a good dollar at least. If you put a thousand shares in that, you make a thousand, you make, you'll make a thousand dollars on that right there. So you put a thousand dollars, you put a thousand shares on that, that stock goes up a Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash edtalks and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. So download a free trial today and start listening. It's that easy. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash edtalks. Dollar, you just made a dollar. You just made a thousand dollars. So that's how you can trade news and be able to profit off that fake news because every penny stock will go back to zero. Mm. Nine times out of 10. We're gonna talk more about how do you get into investing? How do you get into the stock market as we say? And what are some of the obstacles and different things that he learned along the way? Before we even go forward, I wanna invite you to check out our Instagram. It's at Unlimited Power Show. Check out my Instagram at CEO Ambitionist. And check out Dutch's Instagram. What's your Instagram? Jesus underscore freak 169. All right. So we were discussing a lot. We gave a lot yes. of information with the show. We gave really great nuggets. Yeah, you know, we yeah. kind of gave a quick little master class yes, about yes, yes. the stock market, about penny stocks, yes. and so much different yes. stuff. Yes. And what you told me before we got the interview started was that you wasn't this hungry for different knowledge, right? You were, yes. you were focused on a specific thing. So tell us about that? I was really more focused on football. I was not really so focused on investments or anything like that. It's not when I got pushed to that limit of where I had to figure out what I'm going to do with my life because I live live in a Haitian household so where mother was like, listen, you're not going to stay in my house if you're not going to school. You understand what I'm saying? So I went went through this life of everybody worshipping me to now everybody looking down on me. Mm. And it just let me know that when you're not out here grinding, and sometimes when you're not showing no results, you can, matter of fact, you can be out here grinding. Mm-hmm. 
But if you ain't got no results, they're going to feel as if yo, you're, you're like a sheep. Because you know a sheep will go in circles and think that it's making movement, but it's not doing anything. And you can be actually doing what's right and not moving in circles. And people will make you feel as if you're moving in circles because they don't see mm. your progress. They say don't confuse movement I, with progress. And that's what I had to understand about process through everything, even with football. Because in the beginning, I didn't even understand the game of football. Because before I had reached my peak in football, I was putting the knee pads as butt pads. Mm. And that's insane. There, there's no butt pads in football. Yeah. And I put them as butt And the coach made me undress on the field, embarrassed me, and it was just crazy. So then, two years later, getting MVP three times. So it just let me know, no matter, you may be ignorant to something right now, but if you give up, you'll never see yourself reach the pinnacle of what you love if you take what other people say about you or do to you too personal. So, t so do what you love. And forget about what everybody else is saying. Trust, trust in the process. Trust in the process, bro. That, that's what leads to progress. Yes, sir. That's powerful. You know one thing you said? You was putting the knee pads as a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> All right? You see, your I'll knees... i Your knees is one of the major joints in your body. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Because it allows you to really, really move your leg. Without yeah. your knee, you'd be mm -hmm. stiff walking. Yeah, you'd be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. you right? Yeah. So sometimes, like, you're trying to protect where you're sitting, which is your mm. butt, right? And mm. we'll be like, okay, I'm gonna protect, I'm gonna protect just yeah. sitting down, being comfortable yeah. here, you know? Mm -hmm. Instead of putting something to protect the movement, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. To protect your knees, so you don't hurt the thing that's Definitely. gonna move you forward. Definitely. So when you take that analogy and put it mm. in life, right? That's good. Sometimes you have to uh, protect mm -hmm. the thing that's moving you forward. Mm -hmm. That's usually your dream. That's yeah. something that's pushing you yeah. forward. And if it's God, like you mm -hmm, said, God mm -hmm. is, is your yeah, passion, yeah. Um, you want to protect that. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Don't say, okay, I'm going to protect where I'm comfortable. Yeah. I'm going to protect what mm -hmm. makes me feel like, okay, I'm just, I'm good. Definitely. So tell us about a time that you had to protect your dream and overcome a challenge, a mm -hmm. struggle, an obstacle. Mm -hmm. That way you can move forward, that you could mm -hmm. sprint and not end up, you know, breaking your knee. Man, on, I can say on both ends, like with football and with, man, I'll, I'll even go to when I stopped playing football, bro, and when I started to do investing. Um, because after a while, there was a point in my life, with after, after playing football, I, because now I, be, I became where I accepted Christ into my life, and God told me, he says, I have a plan for you, and you thought the life that you were living before was your greatest point, but your best days are yet to come. You think those was your best days, but what I'm about to do with you is going to be even greater because I don't move people from glory and then from poverty. I move you from glory to glory. So now before you were doing it by yourself, now you're doing it with me. And I was like, God, you must wow. have a real plan for me. That's beautiful. So a lot of people started telling me, bro, what are you doing? Why are you not playing football? What are you doing, man? Like, you could be a Christian and play football. Why? And I'm like, it seems, it, sounds, it seems that easy, right? But understand, I can't. 
I just can't be a man of God and play football. It's not, it's not there for me no more. And it's not even like the love is gone. It's just that's not what God got for me no more. God's got something greater. God got something greater. And it's not as if, like, I can't just strap up and go play. I understand purpose. Mm-hmm. I understand where he's taking me because I heard him. You see, people, listen, you can tell somebody who ain't really hearing from God, anybody can move them. But I heard from God, so nobody could move me. Mm-hmm. It hurted what people were saying. Because they're like, man, you tripping. You were so good. What happened? Man, you, you tripping. Like, like they knew my life. Mm-hmm. Because they knew my past life. So they guess that they, they already determined what I was supposed to be. Right. But God already knew what I was going to be before I was in my mother's womb. So how are you telling me what I'm really supposed to be? Mm-hmm. How you do know? you know? So that was a point where I had to fight through, bro, because I, had, I, was cr- I went to God crying, bro. Like, God, man, like, what's up? So what they would come and feed me, I'll go back and feed God. Mm-hmm. God, what's going on? While I'm sitting there talking to them like, man, God got a plan. God got a plan. I'm going back to God. God, what's up? What's going on, God? You hear what these people are saying. What's go- am I really finished? Am I done? Is it done for me? You know, should I just strap up and go back and play and try to make it? Or, or what? what's up? I can't. I don't want to work for nobody. That was never in my mindset. So what are we doing, God? I stayed faithful. Even though I would go to God and talk like that to him. And let me tell you, God loves that. Because you're being real. You're not holding back. You're not trying to be perfect in his presence. Mm-hmm. I was being real with God at that moment. Mm-hmm. Letting him know what's on my mind. What's on my heart. I feel like I'm done, God. What's up? He'll bring me back to the word and tell me where I'm more than a conqueror. He'll bring me back to the word and tell me I am victorious. He'll bring me back to the word and tell me I, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And when I read that, that's, that's just affirmation to let me know that I'm all right. Because one day I was worried about today, but I'm good. So I'm grateful. And I pushed through. And that's what God started making me find out about the investments, bro. That's, yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> it's a blessing, man. You know, I, remember, I remember the story in the Bible where Jesus said, be still. You know, mm-hmm. like one of his disciples walking in the water. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as you keep your eyes on yeah. me. Yeah. I will get you to where you need definitely, to be. Definitely. And when he said that God spoke to you and he yeah. told you, I have something great yeah. for you, mm-hmm. I heard mm-hmm. that same thing in my head, you wow. know? Wow. And it's powerful because sometimes when you hear the voice of God, it's mm-hmm. not this mystical, yeah. be still. Yeah. I yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in your own voice yeah. mm-hmm. and you try to stop the mm-hmm. conversation. Mm-hmm. You realizing, like, where is this coming mm-hmm, from? Mm-hmm. Why is this coming? And it's, mm-hmm. it's going really fast. Mm-hmm. And then God speaks to you. One thing God told me specifically okay. was that I have great things for you to do. Wow. He was like, but the way you're living right now, mm-hmm. I cannot do it with you and mm-hmm. you in this state. That's powerful. And he told me this one thing. He said that in order for me to give you what you want, mm-hmm. what I have for you, mm-hmm. you need to put me in it. Wow. Bless my name. God wow. is a jealous God. You know, Come I'm kind of getting teary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because when you're in this field of personal development, yeah. you're like, you have greatness within yeah, you. Like, yeah. you can do it. Yeah. You start to believing so much in yeah. yourself yeah. that you don't realize where your yeah. power is coming from. Yeah, yeah. Right? So when I started to show unlimited power, what unlimited power I'm talking about? I'm mm. talking about God. Mm. I'm talking about his presence, yeah. his essence, 
that he's mm -hmm. bestowed upon us. Mm -hmm. And that we can, in our ways, we can let that shine through our actions. We can let that shine through the things that we're doing, mm -hmm. but praising God through it. Mm -hmm. And guess what? God probably doesn't need you to be a minister. Yeah. He probably doesn't need you to come and say and preaches yeah. the word like a minister. That's mm -hmm. why he has ministers. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you can't reach people mm -hmm. by talking about directly mm -hmm. from the Bible, right? Mm -hmm. But you can talk about the principles yeah. and then they can see what you believe and they'll be mm -hmm. like, wait, what God do you serve? Mm -hmm. How is your life this mm -hmm. way? And mm -hmm. then they'll be like, let me find more about mm -hmm. the God. So I think a lot of us, yeah. we're trying to do direct mm -hmm. communication. Yeah. Well, God has his way, but he mm -hmm. wants you to put him. Mm -hmm. He wants him to give, you, give him credit. And I, and I feel like that's so powerful what you said because your life, your life is a, is a big example of showing that you serve God. Because... People don't want to read the Bible. They want to read you. Mm -hmm. And that's why every time a Christian will do something bad, people will say, oh, that's why I don't go to church. Because look at that. Look at that. He's yeah. supposed to be a man of God. She's supposed to be a woman of God, but look what she's doing. You know, and when you reach a place in your profession, like where, you know, I'm in the stock market, but I love Jesus. Wait, 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 wait. How can you deal with finances and be in a place of the stock market where it's just, you got a woman, you got all that type of stuff, but you say you love Jesus? Yeah, I love Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because it's him that got me the knowledge, not you, because I can't reach out to you. I had to reach out to him to put me on. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Put me in front of the right people. And I understood opportunity. And when I see opportunity, I seize the moment. So God will put you there, but you got to go and attack. Mm. You got to put action behind what you've been praying about. Right. People think God just going to put it right there for you. No. He going to put you in a position to see it, and you going to know when it's right, just like hearing his voice. People are always like, how do you hear the voice of God? You're going to hear it when it makes sense to you the most, because you're going to know that's his voice. That's why the Bible says, seeking you shall find. When you're seeking for that voice, because you're yearning, you want to hear that voice, you're going to hear it, because it sounds like his word. So one, are you in the word to even know what it sounds like? That's one. And then once you hear it, are you going to obey it? Because it may not be what you always want to hear. Right. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? Mm -hmm. So it was not always what I wanted to hear because I had to wait. And with God, it's always waiting. You understand? It's always waiting because it's not my time. I feel as if my time is now. God may feel as if my time is now, but what I'm going to reap is next two, in two years right from now. But I feel like, God, I want to reap it right now. But God want me to build the character through going through it. Mm. And, he, and he, one thing, I, I, in my personal mm -hmm. journey, yeah. I have fallen over, well, 77 times. Come on. Like, people, like, you think I'm a great Christian? Yeah. Um, like, what I found out is that I have, if you have a desire to yeah. serve God, and I realized that when I was a kid, I was, I, w I started a website called Proud Young Christians. Mm. And it's still up now. Wow. And it was just all information about Jesus and Christ and spreading the okay. gospel. Mm -hmm. But then what I realized is that I created a pattern of getting into, really, I'm into Christ. I'm like, <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm yeah. all Jesus, definitely, amen. Definitely, definitely, and definitely. then I'm just like, well, mm -hmm. it's not like I'm not a Christian anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just that I'm not, you know, praying as much. I'm mm -hmm. not reading the Bible. Mm -hmm. But I'm still, I still have faith. Yeah. If you ask me, who do I believe in? Yeah, Jesus you'll Christ, say, right? mm -hmm. But then I found out that sometimes, like, God want to see, test your faith to see when will you, are you going to quit? Mm -hmm. Are you really going to quit That's on true. Him? That's true. And I feel like I've been like that mm -hmm. for a long time. And then now it's about, you know, living in the purpose that God has given me and mm -hmm. just 
understanding how do I match my purpose with his word? Wow. You know what I mean? Because what I'm doing is in a way, you know, can be preaching the gospel. Yeah. And it is. If That's I true. teach principles from the Bible as a, as a personal development speaker and I help somebody see past the devil of fear, mm -hmm. you know, see past the devil of negative beliefs, mm -hmm. see past the devil of, you know, anxiety, you know, mm -hmm. all of these things are different mm -hmm. things that suppress our real selves. Mm -hmm. You know, these, this is like the two people complex. Mm -hmm. You like just two mm -hmm. people inside of you and you mm -hmm. don't know which one to go towards, mm -hmm. trying to go towards the good or the bad. Yeah. God gives you your own way to doing it. So, yeah. and you know, like the way this conversation just yeah. led yeah. talking about Jesus, talking yeah. about God yeah. is needed because somebody yeah. might hear about it, yeah. but it doesn't matter how many times you follow, of course, yeah. because he's teaching you a lesson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've had my life repeat. Mm -hmm. Wow. Not because I'm not smart enough. Okay. But because he was really trying to teach me something. Wow. And when I learned it, mind blowing. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I get it. Mm -hmm. I will be. I will be. I'll do it. I'll do mm -hmm. it. Now I'm gonna do it. Now mentality. Yeah. If I if I if I sense that God is I'm mm -hmm. like doing it now. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Just continuously doing it. Yeah. And that's powerful. And it's about really understanding that connection. Yeah, you got to. Wow. You got to. So now let's, we're going to shift. We said we're going to talk about your past. We're going to talk yeah. about propelling forward. Yes. And then tell us exactly what you do now. Mm -hmm. Tell us how people can start investing. Mm -hmm. And tell us how they can start investing with you. Okay. So what I do now is I have over 80 students. And I realized that. I said this earlier, I was like, you know, I realized what I went through in the beginning of trying to get to know and get to really have the knowledge in the stock market, I realized other people were seeking this type of information. So I wanted to be able to give people a chance to get this information and be able to learn from me, from my mistakes, so that they don't have to make my mistakes, you understand? Mm -hmm. So what I do now is I teach people the basics of getting into the stock market everything they need to know in the beginning. A lot of things what people, a lot of time what people will do now is they want to get into the stock market, but what they'll do is they'll go watch YouTube videos, but they have no type of knowledge. They don't even know how to get the account to even start the brokerage, to start trading. And that's, that's an error. So you want to start from point A, not, not point A, not point D. So what I do is I help people start from point A going forward. So I have a lot of college students, that's my students, that's where they're, where they're trading with me. And off their first trade, they're profiting. But that's the thing. They're profiting off their first trade because I helped them learn all the basics. Now they need to get to the point of learning being consistent with profitable, being profitable. Because you could profit off your first trade but not be a profitable trader. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I basically start them off with a brokerage account. That brokerage account basically connects you to the stock market. So if you want to buy a share in Apple, Amazon, Google, or any company, you need to have a brokerage account so that the government can see that you exist and that you're going to be buying shares to see if, you're, if you qualify to buy, to actually start buying shares into the stock market, which you have to be 18 years or older. So now, but there's ways where we teach students where, who were in the high school. We just spoke at a high school, North Miami Beach High School, and basically we, we just spoke to those students. And you, I, I, as you can see, not, not every one of them are 18. So what we have them do is create a simulating account where they can start gaining the knowledge um, before they, right after they graduate, if they would want to get into the stock market, that's something they can do. Because a lot of students, what they do is they, once they finish with college, they go into, they go get a job and try to pay off those student loans. 
But which, but, but if you have, if you had knowledge on how the stock market works right before, right after you graduate, you, while you're in school, you could be trading because mm -hmm. it's a, it's, it's, it's freedom. Right. You gain freedom from it. You know, it's not something that's gonna take so much time. It's just real freedom. My mentor, he said, he said, you know, he missed his his college graduation because he was trying to get into a trade. So that was just crazy, you know. So I, I, I helped my students create a brokerage account. I helped them create a trading platform. And on that trading platform, what I helped, helped them do, basically I try to give them a trading platform that's connected to the brokerage account. I helped them learn how to make a watch list of stocks that they're looking at, how to basically look at it from the volume, from the percent change, and from the, um, and from when the last price or what, what the price was when the market was open and where it's at when the market is closed. So I helped them do that, helped them learn how to read the charts, helped them how to learn how to put an order in for a stock, how to buy, how to sell, and how to look for stocks, and when they look for stocks, which stocks they should be trading. So I helped them do all of that right there. And once we do that, then from there every morning, they get the chance to trade with me on live. So we're trading together live. So I'm basically seeing all the questions that they have while we're trading and different things like that. Mm. So you kind of, you're running a kind of school, right? Basically. All right, that's pretty awesome. So how did, how did it get started? It, well, it got started because people kept coming to me saying, I want to learn, I want to learn. I, I never really wanted to teach. I never wanted to teach people how to get into the stock market. All I wanted to do was make my money from the stock market. But people would come to me and tell me, man, they want to learn, they want to learn. And that's when I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? Let me just help. You understand? Let me just... So I started off with three students. How many started students? Started off with yeah. three students, and I have 80 right now. And that, I started last year, July. And it's about to be one year now. So I started with, now I have 80, over 80 students. So Congrats, man. Oh, man, appreciate Good you, brother. Whole year. Consistency. You. Yeah, your consistency, man. That's pretty good. You know, I didn't want to stop. I wanted to keep going. I wanted to be able to give, because this is something that you can't lose because you're having knowledge on something that will be there forever. As long as this world is here, you will have the stock market. Because before there was the stock market, people were trading. They were trading animals. They were trading knowledge. Mm -hmm. They were trading different things. You understand? So there's, there, you would always have this. So the knowledge to have on that is good. Mm -hmm. And that's what I do. So I teach my students how to be self-sufficient, not to depend on me, but to be able to learn from me, get the knowledge, and if they want to go, they can go. I leave them in that position to fly on their own because that's what I had to do. And you will only teach your students, if you're a teacher, if you're a mentor, what you had to go through, that's what you would teach them. Okay. So, in the next five minutes, I'm going to talk a little bit about personal development. I'm going to ask you some questions. You're going to give me really quick answers to these questions. Okay. What are some principles that you live by? Principles I live by is being disciplined. What drives you? What drives me? Just being able to have Christ there in my life, waking up every morning and knowing that he's given me a chance to live, that's what drives me. God forbids you pass away tomorrow. What do you want people to say about you? I was consistent. What's your definition of faith? Being able to look past what you can see, being able to look past everything you can see in your way. Mm. That's what faith is to me. And one last thing. If you could leave one last message with the audience, what would that be?
basically to do never settle. Never let somebody tell you what you're called to do. Only you know what you're called to do from the beginning when since the day you can think for yourself, you knew what you wanted to do with your life. Never let somebody tell you this is the way you should go because when God deposited your life, when God created you, he put something on inside of you. And what he put inside of you, only you can bring it out with the strength he has given you. So take that, be consistent, be disciplined, and be dedicated and never settle for anything but that. Thank you. How do people get into your school, join, and how do people connect with you? Well, you can hit me up on Instagram, Jesus underscore freak 169. You can DM me. You know, I answer all my DMs. You can talk to me personally. When I set you up and, you know, I, I help you out, you know, I, we, we go from there. If you believe in the movement, you know, to help others as well, you, um, those who are coming from high school, you can help them by becoming a Patreon. You know, because with them, we try to make sure that they get the knowledge, get the information that they need before graduating. So, you know, you can become a Patreon, help out there, and watch, just watch the world and just start getting this information. All right, thank you so much for being on the Unlimited Power Show. Thank you, Show, for having me. It was a great episode. Likewise. Really like, it was something else. <laughs> yes, sir. Awesome. And I want to thank you so much for tuning into this amazing conversation to help you personally develop some insight Sight is what you see with your eye. Insight is what you see with your heart. Yes, and that's why I host this show. I want to allow you to dig, dig deeper into yourself, dig deeper into your unlimited power. Yeah. And I want to remind you that you have the unlimited power, the unlimited potential to achieve whatever it is that you want. But first, you have to believe it before anything can happen. And until then, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. My name is Edouard Gilles. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at CEO Ambitionist and also follow us at Unlimited Power Show. Stay blessed. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash edtalks and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. So download a free trial today and start listening. It's that easy. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash edtalks. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review.
Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.